friends of the outside world and beyond, welcome to Finding Dick. A show celebrating being single, documenting the highs and the lows, the trials and the tribulations, the quest to finding one's other hole, or holes, if you know what I mean. Friends, 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 how are we all doing today? I hope we're all doing well. I hope we're all staying safe, staying sane, and staying inside, you know? <laughs> I'm so confused. Are you guys confused? Anyway, this is not about that. This is about this. And this is Finding Dick. Today, you guys are in for a... I always say this, but like, you guys are actually in for a treat with this episode. And I feel very strongly about this episode because I feel like this conversation, it really got me out of the dumps on that specific day. So I feel like it. this conversation holds a very special place in my heart. I was able to talk to a very lovely lady about lovely things such as finding dick in these quarantine times, quarantine dating. We talked about ghosting and I was very, very triggered, but I think I learned a lot about myself during this and you guys will will hear. And I also asked our very lovely guest a very interesting question that derived from my favorite movie, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, which you will catch at the end of the episode. Anyway, before we get into all that, here come the what? The plugs. Follow us at Instagram at findingdick Follow my personal Instagram at Daisy Chaku. And while you're at it, at Transmission Roundhouse at Transmission underscore RH. Have you done it? Yeah? I haven't done that in a while. Have you done it? Yeah? Cool. Okay, let's get into it. So, hey Florence. Hello. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This bit is always so weird when it's like we've just said hi and I'm just saying hi to you again. I know we've already had our like pre-podcast conversation now we're like hey it's like I just arrived (laughs) (laughs) oh well people understand um they do how are you doing how is everything with you yeah doing really well to be honest I've been having like ups and downs with my emotions during like quarantine and lockdown but mainly mainly I've been sort of coping pretty well and I think yeah I I feel I feel good with myself it's just do you feel like you've literally just reversed and started being a teenager again honestly (laughs) and I I think you said that in a podcast or in the podcast or the YouTube something yeah when you said that I was like you've read my mind and I also read an article like initially maybe like two weeks into quarantine and the the writer was talking about this and I was like is it it's just it's not just me then this is amazing yeah because I thought it was just me and I was regressing and like becoming 16 again and I was yeah it was bothering me but yeah yes. I feel exactly the same way in a way it's actually quite fun and exciting because being a teenager as well as it being really frustrating and like annoying with all your mood swings and stuff it it was quite an exciting time because you were sort of like first exploring I don't know you were exploring like yourself as like turning into an adult Mm. and like I don't I don't know (laughs) I don't know I, I think like the frustrations somehow are like exciting in a way I Initially, when you said that, I was like, no, I don't, uh, no, no. But there is a sense now, especially because, like, we are actually grown-ups. So, like, this is a weird... I have kind of been enjoying the fact that, like, I can be 
like this moody whatever girl but like I am a grown-up and I can like also reflect and like work on myself with my adult brain Mm -hmm. adult Mm -hmm. in quotation marks yeah adult yeah yeah. (laughs) I mean do we ever feel like adults really but it is nice it's like I suddenly feel younger again (laughs) yeah I guess I wonder I'm going to look at it that way thank you yeah 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 because I'm nearly 30 as well my my birthday's next month and I'm 29 so it's so it's quite fun to be like a teenager again you don't look 29 (laughs) why thank you you don't that's cool (laughs) Uh, anyway that's really cool but I must ask you a mandatory question I asked all my I I ask all my guests of course Um, so here we go. Are you currently finding dick, aka are you single? I am most definitely single and finding dick on the lookout. <laughs> and if you follow Florence online on Instagram, then you you've just concluded your breakup diaries, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So- it's all over now. Um, I, yeah, because I my my breakup was um happened at the end of November last year so it's been about five months now which is I guess quite a long time after a breakup but the journey has been like it, it has felt like it's weird it's I feel like I've been single for a long time but longer than it actually has been um but I was in a relationship for four and a half years um Whoa. before being single I thought I was in a relationship forever I thought that I was gonna marry this guy I thought we were having kids um but we kind of just came to a point where we were like there are some issues in our relationship that are gonna become more problematic in the future um so we kind of just decided we made a very adult decision to end it now before it got worse even though it could have continued like a lot longer it it, it's quite confusing but I don't find that confusing, especially because I have a friend who did a similar, went through a similar situation, I think in November last year as well. And I, every ah. time we talk, I'm like, for people like you and her, you're yeah. like, you have practiced like another level of bravery because it's like, now it's fine. Like the relationship, well, I speak for her, was fine essentially Mm. but there were just a couple things here and there that looking into like looking at the trajectory at at some point it was going to flop so you seeing now in like this state that you're in now and it's like cool it's not terrible but you're like let's just do the grown-up thing and end this Mm -hmm. that's like crazy to me very brave so well done to you best decision I made as well like I didn't realize how unhappy I was before and how much I've sort of grown back into who I actually am since being single well let's talk about that I wasn't gonna go there yet I was gonna bring this up (laughs) but how have you found um healing I guess because you started your Mm -hmm. healing pre-quarantine and then I guess you're continuing how has it been like healing and getting over the breakup during this time it's kind of it's weird because I don't feel like I'm still getting over the breakup like since lockdown I guess I was just starting to live out my like new single life and I was really excited about it and I was excited about exploring like dating and doing all these new things meeting new people and just sort of being out there and having a good time ready for my hot girl summer like coming up (laughs) Uh, and then lockdown <laughs> happened. I was like, huh, okay, uh-huh. okay, what do we do now? Um, and it was a little bit scary because 
uh, I didn't want to stop having fun, basically, because mm-hmm. I was really enjoying myself and I was enjoying exploring myself. But this whole lockdown thing has given me um, basically an opportunity to really focus on myself and my own like journey of like re-self-discovery without the sort of distraction of like dating properly and like guys. And um, I think I've really really changed actually since lockdown as well like I've become a lot more confident and a lot more like self-assured and like just kind of like happier being myself and by myself again I resonate 100% (laughs) yeah do you you feel like um because you've been open and about virtual dating and everything Mm. have you felt like doing that like being alone single quarantining Mm. as well as dating virtually have those all combined together helped you to to you know become more self-aware and learn more about yourself yeah I think so and I I, that was something that I didn't want to give up on during lockdown because I I am a sort of I'm the sort of person that craves intimacy and connection with people and I don't think I would be able to just ignore that completely um because it's part of like it's part of who I am um but it has been it's been obviously like a very different way of exploring and almost it almost helps you um sort of be a bit more like open and honest with who you're dating because you are ultimately just sitting there by yourself and it's not as scary to say the things that maybe it would be scary to say to someone if they were sitting in front of you yeah. So yeah, it has been, yeah, it's been a really great tool, I think, for growth. And uh, the reason I wanted to continue dating is because I didn't want to give up on those routines of normal life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important during these times to try and like hold on to those little scraps of normality, like where you can. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. So how have you found, um, let's get into spilling some tea. How have you okay. found um, <laughs> virtual dating, like your experience for you personally? Have you enjoyed it? What have you come across so far? Yeah, um, I have really enjoyed it so far. Okay, so before all this has started happening, I was kind of seeing someone. Mm-hmm. So like when we went into lockdown, we continued sort of, um, I guess, com- I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily it was say it was dating but it was kind of the similar kind of practices like phoning each other up like having those like long conversations we'd watch like tv programs together and stuff um but that kind of um fizzled out a bit because okay. I felt like this lockdown kind of made me realize what I actually wanted and unfortunately for him it wasn't him I did end up hurting him a bit which I feel bad about but (laughs) okay and then I sort of got back into like meeting new people and I actually weirdly had a date via Instagram from someone that like reached out to me about the breakup diaries wait wait really weirdly through on Instagram well they reached out to me at the beginning of the year or like slid into my dms um (laughs) and said like how the breakup diaries had like really helped them um I looked at their profile and I was like oh he's hot so I'm gonna reply (laughs) and then like during this isolation period I was like huh 
Because you know, you know, you have those people on your stories that you always sort of like interact with their stories, like back and forth, like either emojis or you just say like a comment oh, yeah. here and there. Yeah. But you're not really properly talking. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically then, well, actually, I reached out to him during lockdown when I was feeling a little bit frisky one night, and I was just like, I'm gonna like. I'm going to be forward and I'm going to like start chatting to him again and like with the purpose of hopefully getting some sort of virtual date out of this. What was the first thing that you said? Do you remember? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. (laughs) I'm asking for a friend, wink, wink. (laughs) I need some tips. (laughs) What did I? Oh, I wish I did remember what I slid in with. Um, I think it was probably just something really casual or a reply to a story or something which then sort of turned into a conversation and then yeah we just arranged a date for the next day and it was this was my first like proper new first ever like first date virtually virtually that Um, was a quick turnaround yeah and I think this is like this is the the sort of tips that we like to give on come curious as well because it cut Basically, you can get you can build up anxiety and like get nervous about dates, especially virtual dates when it's actually quite a daunting thing if you've never done it before. Mm. Um, so if you like, if you book it maybe for like a week in advance, you'll be sitting there like thinking, "Oh God, I've got that thing coming up," and you start getting really nervous about it, and like you just overthink it, which is why we think it's better to sort of just get it in there, get it in the bag. Do you hear um, that, listeners? Um, pro tip. <laughs> from one half of the come curious crew get on it as soon as possible don't wait yeah yeah Yeah. and it just it just means that you're not as nervous when it comes down to it because you just sort of force yourself into the situation a bit um yeah so we and then we ended up sort of setting up a facetime call we started chatting at 7 p.m in the evening and we Mm -hmm. finished chatting at 2 (laughs) a.m Wait, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. Seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know how that happened. That's a, what it. What, what, that's what, actually what crazy. It, that can't be. Is it? Isn't it six hours? Wait, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two. Seven hours. Wait, you, no, you, you count. A, you count. From, you count from eight, don't you? Because it's like eight's the first hour. Oh my god! Hour. I just. I, so six. I just exposed myself. That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Yeah. And it was obviously it went really well. That's <laughs> and amazing. And I've been basically virtually dating this same guy through quarantine. We like our second date was watching a movie together. We watched Green Book and mm-hmm. yeah, it was just really sweet. So are you still talking till this day? Yeah. Are you like dating? Uh, I don't really know. I don't we haven't put a label on it because obviously it's it's a weird situation. That is incredible. Yeah. So and then I, I guess I've had like different um, virtual dates as well. Like, because the guy that I was seeing before, we were kind of in like a non-monogamous sort of setup, mm-hmm. and we basically had a date, like a threesome date. I was gonna ask you about that because I saw you mentioned that on the on your channel. What what is that? How does that work? <laughs> so we set up like a Zoom call. <laughs> okay. With um with just so it was just like me, him, and this girl. And we just chatted for, like, two hours. Uh, I mean, it didn't get, like, kinky or anything. We spoke about sex and all that stuff. But it was it was basically just sort of, like, a get-to-know-that-person-see whether it, like, 
would progress anywhere. But Mm -hmm. my kind of feeling towards that um, afterwards was like, "Mm, I don't really see what the point of this is because I don't know how you, like, I don't know if I'd want a threesome situation during quarantine because it's not really what I'm looking for. Like, I'm open to that in real life and, like, in a physical way. Yeah. But I'm not sure I'm that bothered about trying to make a virtual threesome work that sounds like a lot of hard work like threesomes (laughs) are hard work anyway (laughs) let alone virtually where i mean i guess it's just like it would just be like a group masturbation sesh wouldn't it yeah i guess what were the other (laughs) participants willing were they like yeah i'm i'm on this or were they kind of did they share the same sentiment as you they seem to be a little bit more wanting to move on with it. Like, um, and we discussed doing like a kind of sexting thing as well, where we would all kind of like contribute to, to a kind of story almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're sexting, you kind of like build up a kind of narrative of what's um, happening. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe no. I sext in a weird way. <laughs> that sounds very like... It's like um, building an creative. erotic novel. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that before. Do you remember that game Consequences where you'd fold over the piece of paper and then the and someone else would have to finish off the story and then you'd end up with this like really weird bizarre story because no one could see the previous person's answer? No, but that again no. I want to try that. That should be an app or something. <laughs> yeah, it should be an app. It should be an app like a game for quarantine. But essentially, but, that's what you'd be doing with your three in your threesome group chat, masturbation chat. Yeah, yeah. So basically, be just be like telling each other an erotic story, I guess. But like involving ourselves, like as the characters, mm. I guess. Okay. Which sounds actually pretty fun, but I just wasn't in the mood for it. My yeah. libido has been like all over the place during this quarantine period as well. Like, I, I just had a phase where I just, I was like, I'm not horny. I don't even feel like masturbating. I think, essentially, that is normal because, like, now these mm. times are just so random and so weird. And we I don't think we, I think some people are probably um, sensitive to this, like, aware of this. But I reckon that we are now realising how much our external world affects like us internally and like the different parts of yeah. us so like our mood yeah. our libido and all these things so i think it's very normal to now be one minute feeling one way your libido feeling one way in the next day it's like yeah a different thing yeah because we we put up this video on youtube that was like uh, like where we were just talking about the f- fact that we had zero libido we didn't want to masturbate didn't want to fuck and then literally two days afterwards i was like so horny yeah. and i was like wow what changed (laughs) do you feel like um you're able to manage your libido when it's at those heights uh the same way or you found a way to hack it the same way you would in if you weren't in quarantine Mm. Mm. kind of um mainly just through masturbation and virtual dates so well virtual sex really um so I have been I have been doing that with um this guy that I'm virtually seeing and it does fill a void it does fill a void it doesn't satisfy completely though and I think that's that's the thing is that I think people need to be aware that like it's okay that we cannot 
fully satisfy all our needs right now mm-hmm. and it's basically like the the intimacy and like the connection even that we get like from chatting to our friends on FaceTime and stuff like it's not going to replace what like you would usually have in like the outside world like seeing people there's always going to be like a little bit of like loneliness and Mm. that's not really going to go away it depends I guess it depends what situation you're in because I'm sort of talking from my my sort of situation where I'm basically by myself I'm in a house like with one housemate but we both very much like keep to ourselves and we don't socialize that much that's very true and I think once people start to allow themselves to understand like okay it's not going to this we can try and hack the way our feelings and and try and figure out ways to work around these situations but we're not going to be able to fully experience life the way that we would have if we had yeah so I, i i get that are you do you think that it's possible to get tired of masturbating like do you think we're if this continues we're just gonna be like oh my god i'm just (laughs) over it (laughs) i've already been so over it so over it i'm so bored of just being by myself like solo sex can be great and it's great for like discovering your body and your own pleasure and getting in touch with yourself but like oh my god it does get boring like you just want some variety you just want a body on top of you exactly you just want the heat of someone else's body yeah i hear you (laughs) what do you think the state of the world like finding dick is going to be like once the world opens up and we're able to be social like i mean in terms of dating and in Mm. terms of like sex as well it's uh, it's really hard to predict isn't it because also we don't know how like obviously when it it's not going to open up all of a sudden and we're going to be able to go and continue with our like regular lives Mm. like I don't know if we'll be able to go to bars straight away so I think like obviously I'm just saying that because of that's like a usual date (laughs) (laughs) like in friends and sex in the city yeah literally (laughs) um I don't know I think people are obviously gonna be um busting at the seams to try and like get out there and meet people but I Mm -hmm. think what we really need to do is take the opportunity to meet people maybe that we get a connection with before so we don't just like go out and like hook up with like randos but that's real because I I guess this is something that I've said to myself this year since being single is that I'm only gonna like I only want to hook up with people that I have a connection with because I know that sex without a connection is not worth it it's not worth it for either people amen so I think like this is actually a really great opportunity to make those connections before and like really get like a almost like you're you've got a friendship you you really like know each other so that when you actually come down to it you can like have like a really amazing experience like when this is all over I also do think that even though everyone is in lockdown right now people are still fucking yeah that's true that is very very true not as much as they usually would and i'm sure it's with like people that are local and they don't have to get on public transport for but people are still fucking have you had invitations um while being online um because i have yeah 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 so it's true yeah and even 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 from actual strangers like just on dating apps like that i've not even spoken to properly yeah that's what i meant so like, like on on tinder and stuff not tinder I don't use yeah tinder, but like hinge people are like 
after yeah. two exchanges, they're like, so uh, what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to come over? I'm like, yeah. are you, do you really want to risk your life? Yeah, people are, people are still fucking. Yeah. Um, so, with that, I don't know if there's going to be, like, this massive change out there. I think, I think hopefully we're all going to have, like, meaningful experiences we're so not it's gonna be the opposite of that it's gonna be like okay i just need this physical contact you'll do come here it's gonna be like one okay it's, i think it's gonna go either way it's gonna be like people are like weary no i don't think it's gonna be that i mean i hear what you're saying and i'm trying to go down that route of like um building meaningful connections now so that when time <laughs> the time comes then i can you know partake in certain activities with somebody that i have yeah. a connection with however the majority of people are just going to be like oh my god boris said that we can go outside so that means yeah. i'm going to there's just going to be one giant orgy yeah that's going to happen i mean i really hope that there isn't a giant orgy because that would be where the peak second peak comes from yeah um <laughs> it's true but i don't um, I don't know. I You'd like to think that people will be responsible and safe, but it's just obviously not going to happen. It's and not. I don't I don't know. I think people are going to go a bit wild, aren't they? Especially if the, the um, Boris opens up life in the summertime. Exactly. When it's still sunny. It's just going to... It's, it's not going to be good. I'd, I was going to ask you this as well. You were saying that you would hope... Or it's probably best to build connections now during um, quarantine, self-isolation, whatever, yeah. um, so that you can then foster them and whatever in real life. So do you, th- are you an, I'm guessing you're an advocate for virtual dating then? Yeah, definitely. I think it is a really positive thing. And I also, kind of after doing the Bumble thing where we were chatting with Clara Ampho, um, I think that really, I think virtual dating could become a normal thing as well like oh no, it was don't actually say that. no not like for all dates but for first dates so that you can kind of it's basically so you don't have bad first dates i had a couple of really bad first dates from hinge actually when i was f- sort of i think it was uh like just around christmas time when i was sort of like really freshly single mm-hmm. and they were both like so bad and if I had met them virtually beforehand on FaceTime, I would have not gone to a second date. And I wouldn't have had to have that awkward kiss at the end where I'm like, I am so not into this, but I am British and I'm not, I'm not rude enough to like not kiss you back. <laughs> I'm so triggered. I want to cry because I've, I've been in that, in that, <laughs> that place. Right? Yes. Oh my God. Do you know what? You are onto something. They, this should mm. bumble or whoever should like create a movement where it's like, mm. it's not even... A first date. You can call it like a pre, ooh, a pre date. Yeah, a pre date. Yeah, that is real. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know how many first date kisses I w- that would I would have been saved from? Mm-hmm. So many. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is. I guess you don't have to call it a first date. You yeah, a pre date. A pre date. A pre date. A pre date. And also like, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like an advocate for Bumble right now. Go but on. they have like they have um video calls and voice notes and phone calls via the app so you don't have to exchange numbers with anyone to even have those predates yeah i saw that which is good i think it is is pretty good hmm so people listening because do you know what the reason why i asked you this question is because Mm. my people i've spoken to like friends as well as some of my quarantine bays because i have yeah maybe two or whatever 
Ooh, we need to hear about these. Okay. <laughs> I have spoken slightly, but I, I guess I'll spill the tea. But um, yeah. what I've noticed that people are like on it and then it kind of gets to a point where they reach a mm. point and they're like, this is pointless because I just want to touch you mm. and touch your vagina and touch your butthole. You know? It's really frustrating. Yeah, so I think that people get to a point and they're like, oh, I'm just, I'm over it. And then they don't do it anymore. And that's when people meet up. <laughs> and then that's when... <laughs> uh, I don't know, because um, I'm enjoying it because I've been very open on the podcast where I've said that mm. I do have a slight phobia it's not a phobia but it's like a, a slight fear when it comes to actual dating I still do it but I still yeah. have some kind of like reservations to doing it so this mm. has been like I don't know like a good thing for me because it's like the things I'm scared of have been taken yeah. away now you know the uh, risk isn't so high I don't have to experience an awkward experience I don't have to like meet yeah. you in real life and then do that first like oh you know yeah oh my god I hate that I've got social anxiety so like I really feel you yeah I hate those moments so much uh, <laughs> it's just it, the, the thing is when you when you're there and it's awkward you mm. still do it you're still fine yeah but it's just like yeah it just does something to your memory and your chest and it's like uh-uh next time you're like I'm not yeah doing this again. you feel weird inside afterwards like almost that you've done yourself a massive disservice and you're just like ashamed and you're like oh why did I do that why was I there but like you had to do that to know yeah you did like you You wouldn't have been able to like you thought you might be interested in this person yeah and you wouldn't have known unless you did that but virtually that kind of saves it solves all those problems does but then do you know what I'm gonna say it doesn't because okay. I had a, my first ever virtual date yeah was still awkward it was with this guy yeah and it was like do you know what this is where it, where intuition comes in because I kind mm. of probably did know that it was going to be awkward anyway but I was like do you know what I, I just want to go on a date with somebody and just do it but yeah. yeah it was awkward and like he was kind of like I've spoken about this previous on the podcast, but, like, he was, like, there, but he wasn't there. And then he was mm. also, like, talking. It seemed like he was talking to someone on IM, like, on his laptop while he was talking to me as well. I was, like... No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. That's so rude. It's so rude. And then this is actually going to segue into the next thing I wanted to talk to you about because yeah. we both haven't contacted each other again. And so I guess essentially mm-hmm. that's ghosting. And you mentioned yeah. in your um, chat with um, Clara Ampher for Bumble yeah. that you don't, like ghosting is the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I was wondering, because when you said that, I was very triggered. I was like, <laughs> you were like, oh no, I'm a terrible human. But do you think that, that do you think that there are any circumstances where ghosting is okay um yeah I, I i mean what you just said i kind of feel like if both of you if both of you do it then it's kind of not ghosting oh it, it is in a way mutual but it's ghosting not mutual ghosting because i feel like when ghosting is bad is when one person reaches out and the other person just doesn't reply mm. and that's when it's hard and that's when it's hurtful because one person's sort of just left hanging but if you both kind of came to this like resolution after the date that you were like yeah, I'm not too bothered. Then you don't, like, I don't think that you really are obliged to say anything. And it's reminded me of this. um, I was, I had like a sort of casual sex partner before this happened. um, And I think we, 
I think we slept together like three times. He he just came over. And like the last time that he came over, like I really enjoyed hanging out with him as a friend. Mm-hmm. And like we watched a documentary together and like we just like had a nice time. But like when it came to the sex and like in the morning, it was just all a bit kind of awkward and like not really worth it. And like the connection was completely lost. And we had like a weird conversation afterwards where it sort of seemed like in the, I mean, when he was still here, we had the conversation where we would like potentially see each other again. But then after he left, neither of us like checked in, neither of us contacted each other. Like it was basically just, we both knew that that was the situation and it was done. And it's the same as your case. It's just like in that circumstance, when you're both completely on the same page, I don't think it's technically ghosting. Or if it's mutual ghosting, at least you're both like not hurt by it. Yeah, I guess it cancels it out. But what about, I'm still triggered because I, (laughs) I do, (laughs) I, I, okay, this is how I feel. I feel like when you ghost, ghosting is not the best route or method. However, when you haven't invested (laughs) that much into each other just yet, like let's just say you spoke Mm. a few times on Hinge and then one person says and then one person says something and then you just don't reply. Is that bad? Yeah, it is bad. Oh, shit. You know what? Like, I feel like I've done the same thing though as well. Because it's not, you're not ghosting. You are, but it's not. I feel like ghosting is, is technically ghosting when both people are actually like, you know, yeah. there's something there, but how many yeah. times do you start a conversation and it just doesn't continue on Hinge yeah. or Bumble? Yeah, so many times. I think you, that's kind of unavoidable on dating apps as well because also people are t- chatting to so many different people and, like, they're going to connect with, like, one or two out of, like, the mass of people that they are actually connecting with on there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't think that's technically ghosting either. I think, go- I feel like when ghosting hurts is when there is some sort of investment in the connection or relationship that you've got so like maybe after a first date or if you've been chatting for a while and you're you seem to really be getting on and then Mm -hmm. suddenly one of them disappears like I think it's when like things are progressing in like a really good way and like there there isn't any kind of like I don't know there's no uh like people won't they won't know that it's going to happen. Whereas if right. something's just in the pre- preliminary stages on mm. a dating app, then it's not really, it's not like shocking, is it? If someone doesn't reply. It's, no, it's not. It's not. But to, to throw a spanner in the works, I mean, I was talking to someone last week, you know, like now putting some brain power to this thing. Like in my head, I had not realized that it had only been like five days or talk. I was talking to this person, but now saying mm. it out loud, it's like, oh my God, it was like five days. It seemed like five months. Anyway, yeah. I was talking to, what should I call him? Um, <laughs> Arnold. I like to give, the, okay, Arnold Bay, whatever. Um, I was talking to Arnold and he, we were text, we were talking from Hinge and then we moved on to WhatsApp and then he called me. And so we had a FaceTime chat or whatever yeah um, and then we texted a little bit i wasn't really feeling him but i was still communicating i think especially mm. because i had been triggered from your thing so i've been trying not to ghost <laughs> but see, in that but did you but by continuing the conversation were you leading him on oh <laughs> um <laughs> possibly because no i wasn't oh you keep you keep oh. calling me out. 
it's okay we all do these things we all do and it. also it but it's I'm, i've definitely done it as well in the past but i guess you just we need to be accountable we <laughs> we do we need to look back and be like okay i'm gonna be really honest with this person because when it comes down to it you're not gonna get anywhere and like not gonna have a good relationship if you're not honest and communicate from the get-go do you like are you honest with people mm-hmm. what yeah. so you're like oh sorry i'm not feeling this anymore i don't know if i've been in any situations where i've had to say that because i haven't been chatting to like that many people okay but like i guess with the guy that the guy that i was seeing before like i did have like this super honest chat with him and that's honorable i'm i'm not that good of a person it was hard it was really hard to be like was it face to face no it was on the phone but still hmm still actually to to be honest i did have a moment like that last year cuz i was seeing somebody and uh, Oh, now I'm triggered again, Florence. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but do you know what? It was... Um, I, I'm i learning now. Like, this is a new thing I'm learning. That mm. I'm not the best at turning people down. So, like, I'll either ghost you, which is not great. Or mm. I will, like, kind of, like, you know, lead the situation on. But then kind of, like, strip... Be, like, a half version of myself, which is horrible. Which makes yourself less interesting so that they yeah. fall off, basically. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, you need to be more honest with them. <laughs> <laughs> you just Teach need to be me. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. Or just like, say, oh, I've had a really nice chat time like chatting to you, but I'm not sure I see this going any further. And like, I think it's just, obviously it hurts actually to hear those things as well but yeah. at least it means that they're not like wasting their time thinking it's going to go somewhere when it's not yeah that's it's 100 percent true and i'm going to practice this um definitely this is my new project like my new self-development <laughs> project so thank you for this but do you Honesty. know what? I, th- <laughs> I think that the reason why i'm 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 not too averse to ghosting is because when people ghost me because people ghost me yeah um i don't take it you don't care. Badly. I don't care. So I, you know how they say the Lord Jesus said, do unto others as you want done unto yourself. That's what the Lord said. So I don't know, maybe in my head, I'm like, because I don't care about it. I don't really register that people won't mind, that people will care. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's not fair. I think it it's different in loads of situations as well, because it really depends on the person that you're ghosting and how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's with someone that you're like, they're really not going to mind if I don't reply to this. Mm-hmm. And like, they're just going to like, I don't know, get move on really quickly if I don't reply. Then that's kind of okay. You've kind of assessed the situation. Whereas mm. if you feel like they are more like emotionally invested, then that's the time to be more honest. But like, so when you haven't felt... Um, when you haven't felt bad from someone ghosting you, mm-hmm. like, were you emotionally invested in those situations or did you not really care that much in the first place? That's a good question. Um, I can think now to one who I actually did really fancy um, and we spent time together. So, mm. and then, yeah, he ghosted <laughs> me. Um, again, but I think it's just because I'm like, 
you you have the right to do what yeah you want you you know so it's like even if it does even even if it did hurt me i'm like yeah well if that's your method then that's your method but um, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it have been nicer if he was like honest would it have been no because i feel like my ego would have been destroyed uh yeah that is the thing yeah that's the thing can people actually accept the rejection have you ever or is experienced ghosting that? easier like somebody saying to you hey florence so uh yeah no no how do you feel like you would react to that or feel i would feel hurt that's for sure like at the time i don't know yeah it would be a big ego bruise wouldn't it if i'm being honest yeah like it would definitely hurt and it would be a big ego bruise and but i guess you would you would move on quicker that's the good thing about it that's true because you wouldn't be there waiting like sitting around trying to figure out the the ending of the story because they've given it yeah exactly yeah Mm. moral of the story i need to work on my honesty and thank you for Mm. highlighting that to me (laughs) (laughs) we all do though like i still need to work on it as well like we just we're, we're constantly working on that it's hard to be honest all the time it's really hard. It's definitely the key when it comes to relationships, sex, all these new connections. It is like communication and honesty is the key to having a successful, like successful sex, a successful relationship, or just like even friendships, even life, everything in general, everything. really. Basically, honesty and communication. It's very true. Very true. <laughs> very true. So let me ask you this question because um, I'm quite... I'm- Quite intrigued to what you'll say. So, mm. as one half of the Come Curious squad, or I wrote here Enterprise. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>, Enterprise. <laughs> um, so I have a I have a genuine question, and it's in regards mm. to you know these trying times, or whatever. And I'm going mm. to quote Andy from my favorite movie, Forty Year Old Version. He oh said, <laughs> "Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it?" So this is in regards to the fact that we're not out here having sex. Oh. We're not out here actually, like, dating in real life. So, you know, it's a, it's a skill to be able to, like, date. It's a skill to be able to, like, have good sex. Do you feel mm. like um, if you don't... if The fact that we're not using it, we're going to lose it? No. I, especially when it comes to sex. I don't think it's... I think sex is like riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. I think you're always going to know, like... You're, you're not just going to forget how to have good sex the thing that might change is the ability to um open up with new people and like be with a real person Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and i think we're all gonna i think we're all gonna struggle like even in just like other situations as well like actually being around people again Mm -hmm. because we we will all have gotten so used to being kind of selfish at home by ourselves um that it's going to be really hard to like let someone in yeah literally and figuratively but i don't think i think with dating i think things will basically i think things might be tricky at first Mm -hmm. but we'll get back into it so easily i think we'll be a little bit more nervous at the beginning maybe the first couple of times we do it Mm -hmm. but we'll slip back into normality so quickly i don't think we have anything to worry about okay future premonitions Amen. Honestly, 
we're humans, right? And I think our instinct is to connect. Our instinct is to... Mm. This is so awkward for us and so not normal. So yes. I think that once we get the go-ahead, in it, it won't... It will not... You said it already. It will not take long for us to just go back to being the way we were. Like, yeah. the whole distancing thing will literally be a memory and we'll just go back to our instincts of connecting yeah. and touching and yeah. doing all these things. Exactly. We're not going to lose it. Maybe mentally we might lose it. Yeah. But we're not going to lose it. <laughs> Maybe, do you know what we'll, we'll probably lose? Stamina. Like, it's probably yes. lost right now. Yes, 100%. There are going to be some quick shags <laughs> after this happens. <laughs> just loads of quickies. Everyone's just like, oh. No, that's going to be. After like one second. If like i don't know how i don't know how the lockdown is gonna actually whatever happen unfold Mm. but if it does happen that one day boris says on a sunday so starting tomorrow you can all just like forget it we're we're good we're in the green zone or whatever (laughs) i reckon that there's gonna be a moment on the monday afternoon let's say around 5 p.m 6 p.m where simultaneously everyone is having sex at the same time and it's gonna oh my god (laughs) and it's gonna last Everyone is going to last like two minutes max and everyone's just yeah. going to come at the same time. Oh my God, that'd be incredible. Let's hope. Imagine, and people have their windows open. Everyone's yeah. just <laughs> orgasming like around. <laughs> that'd that be beautiful. So, yeah. I think that's a good a good note to end on, really. Let's yeah. just hope, hope for those times. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm curious. I'm curious. One more question. How do you think that... <laughs> It's because I'm talking to one half of the Come Curious crew. I'm curious right now. (laughs) Super curious. What do you have any like hopes and dreams for your um, current situation with Instagram Bay or even just like in general dating for this year or this period? It's a really tricky one because when I started this year, my year was, this was my single year and I wasn't committing to anyone. So, Mm -hmm. Even like with this connection that I've made, I don't know, I don't know where that's going to go. I don't want to lose it. Like it's really nice and Mm -hmm. I love where it's going, but I also don't want to put any labels on it. I want to continue my path on self-discovery and like learning more about myself and becoming more myself. Like Mm -hmm. that is my goal for the rest of this year. Mm. And I don't think coming out of quarantine is going to change that either. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm like still open to having connections with people as long as I have the time to focus on myself. Basically, the, the last thing that I want to do is start investing all my time in someone else again, which is what I was like in my last relationship. So yeah. as long as I put myself first mm-hmm. and like have a nice thing on the side or like have not even on the side, they're a great part of my life, but I'm still focused on me. And I can give them loads of great things, but I'm mm-hmm. also giving myself loads of great things. That's the aim. I am obsessed with that answer. I'm just going to replay that once this is done. Because <laughs> I love, do you know what? It just sounds like I am such a big fan of intention. And when people are able to mm. confidently state their intention and actually just live by that intention that they've set. And it seems yeah. like you're doing that because even though you said, you said that at the beginning of this year, you were going to have... Um, you know, you weren't going to commit to anyone or whatever. You're still do, but you wanted to explore. You're still doing yeah. that in this weird morphed way, and you're yeah. still, you know, sticking to that. Um, yeah. So I love it. Yay! <laughs> I, I'm with you on that as well because my 2020 was going to be like 
Hot Girl Summer 2.0, more yes. intention, more, more, not more intention, but more like vigor, more like putting myself mm-hmm. out there. And I feel mm-hmm. like even though, like you, I've kind of like hacked it and done it in a way, done it virtually. Yeah. So I'm still doing it just in this weird way. Exactly. We're still yeah. on our paths. We're still on our this paths. This hasn't changed anything. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Claps for us. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on Finding Dick. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Uh, <laughs> let me stop recording. Okay, so we are back. Florence, please plug your plug yourself right here, right now. <laughs> so um, if you want to hear more of me, you can listen to my podcast that I do with my co-host, Reed, um, which is called Fucks Given. You can find it on all podcast platforms um, and at Come Curious, C-O-M-E. Um, and my personal Instagram is Florence Bark. You can find me all there and that's on Twitter as well. Actually, no, I'm at Florence Curious on Twitter, but I don't use it very much. Instagram is where it's at though, isn't it? Instagram is definitely where it's at. I post a lot of random shit on there at the moment. You can follow my weird quarantine life. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Guys, everyone go and I'm not even just saying this just to say it. I am an actual fan <laughs> of the YouTube and the Oh yeah, and the I forgot podcast. to mention the YouTube channel. <laughs> Plug the YouTube. Oh yeah, and the YouTube channel come curious as well. <laughs> I'll put that all in the description, whatever, you know, YouTuber, put it in the description <laughs> box. So go check it out. Once again, thank you, Florence. For being thank here. you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so we have come to the end of the episode. Did I lie to you? I didn't lie. This was an epic conversation. And did you feel dragged as much as I did? Because that dragation was real about the ghosting and the being honest thing however even though I felt it in my chest it felt good because now I'm really really going to prioritize being honest and I guess also being vulnerable because to be honest is to like oh you have to be real you have to tell the truth and let someone know your truth that's not easy all the time but thanks to Florence I am aware I am self-aware now so yeah I really hope you enjoyed this episode if you did, you can let us know by emailing us. Let me plug the email. Email us at findingdick at gmail.com. If you're not about that email like, like my mum is, then why don't you just join us on the social medias, specifically Instagram at findingdick and my personal Instagram at daisychaku. And while you're at it, why don't you just add Transmission Roundhouse at transmission underscore RH. All of these platforms are a good, good time, especially in these what? trying times (laughs) i haven't done that in a while anyway thank you so much for listening hold tight for next week's episode i did let you know last week that i'm going to do something pretty epic and let you know in the next uncut episode if you want to know what that thing is i'm going to do what all content creators do and say listen to the last episode then you will know that's so cringe let me tell you now i mentioned i'm going to do some virtual speed dating so that's coming next week for you guys fingers crossed But until then, I hope you guys stay well and stay sane and stay happy. Oh, and of course, may your quest to find Dick be ever in your favour. Bye!